When I'm in the booth, I said fuck a written A, E and J, Apple I pop a cap like a snapple I move through the city like Batman If your shorty is looking, I grab it Hot box, busting them out like some pop rocks This run I've been on is like non-stop I'm on a run Alright, welcome to another edition of the James Nolan Show. We're going to be talking straight football once again. I know on my last show I was all football, but who doesn't like football? I love football. I know everybody that listens to me loves football. So let's talk football. Let's get right into it. Today's Thursday, so that means there's football on Thursday. I said football about 100 times to open the show right now. But Thursday night football, we got a good one tonight. Battle for first place, and it kind of matters, even though it's week three. It still matters. First place matters, especially in this division. We got Cleveland Browns versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Nahi Harris of the Steelers, he hasn't really been producing like many have uh, expected him to produce this early on. But, you know, it's still early. Only he, He's only had two weeks. Steelers only had two weeks. So we're going to see what he can do in week three. And I think that's uh, – speaking of Nahi, he's, he's really what I'm going to be taking the biggest look at today. Because I think the Steelers can win this game, and I think the Steelers can take first place. And this is huge for the Steelers because the Ravens right now, when they lost to the Dolphins, I don't think, nobody expected that, obviously. But it it opened up a chance for now the Steelers to take first place. And now, I know it's only week three, like I said, but it matters. And the Steelers are a team that has playoff hopes every single year because Mike Tomlin's such a good head coach and he's never coached the Steelers team to a losing record. So that's why I'm taking a look at taking a look at Nahi Harris because the Steelers they think they can win. And I think they can win too. But only 72 total rushing yards through two weeks as he had so far. Nobody expected that. No touchdowns too. Nobody expected that. He's been he's been doing good um catching the ball, but he's a running back. He needs to produce. He needs to get yards. And the Steelers, he's the anchor of this Steelers offense right now. Because there's no more Big Ben anymore. They don't have a, a, a amazing wide receiver. Their quarterback, obviously, Mitch Trubisky isn't anything. And Kenny Pickett, even if he does come in, he's a rookie, so you can't expect him to just take over. So Nahi Harris, he's the anchor of this offense. This whole entire Steelers offense is run, run through Nahi Harris. So this is this is why I'm so I want to see what what's going to what's going to happen because also you got to take you got to take into account the Browns defense isn't bad. I know the Browns are the Browns and you know they blew that game to, to my Jets last week which is such a Cleveland thing to do. But at the end of the day they still got Miles Garrett on that on that defensive line. And guess what? He's a beast. He's a, he's still elite and he's still one of the best one of the best edge rushers in this game. And he's going to give Mitch Trubisky problems. And this is why Nahi Harris has to come ready to play. Because if Nahi Harris isn't at the top of his game, then the Steelers are not going to win. They just aren't. They're not better than the Browns unless Nahi Harris shows up. Now, Nahi Harris could show up, and I think he will. And that's why I do think the Steelers will win. But if he doesn't, then they're screwed. Because, like I said, Mitch Trubisky is not going to take this game over against a, a decent Browns defense. You know, Miles Garrett will get to him. He will stop. Miles, he will stop Mitch Trubisky. And then, now, obviously, the key is Nahi Harris. But 
outside of that is the defense for the Steelers. Because the defense for the Steelers is really their bread and butter. It's their M.O. this year. You know, Mike Tomlin always has good defense. So what what defense are we going to see from the Steelers? Because, you know, obviously with Watt going down, it's a huge blow to that defense. But they still got a good defense. And I'm very excited to see what this team is going to do against the Browns. But Nick Chubb, though, you got the Steelers need to stop Nick Chubb because Jacoby Brissett, you can let Jacoby Brissett beat you and you could still win. But if you let Nick Chubb beat you, I mean, the Jets, he was running all over the Jets last week. And let's be real, they should have won the game. They should have. And if Nick Chubb does that again, if Nick Chubb does what he did to the Jets, to the Steelers, the Steelers have no chance. Because, like I said, the Steelers don't have a guy outside of Nahi Harris that is going to produce those numbers. So if Nahi doesn't show up, the Steelers are screwed. Because, yeah, they just don't have it. But another interesting thing, during this game, I'm really going to be interested to see if Mitch Trubisky is playing bad and he's struggling at some point, and if they're losing, because if they're winning, I don't see Mike Tomlin pulling Mitch because Mike Tomlin likes to win. That's you know If, if he's winning, the Steelers, are he's okay with whatever's on the field. But if they're struggling, the Steelers' offense is struggling, and Mitch Trubisky is the reason of that. I really wonder if Mike Tomlin's going to make that move to Kenny Pickett. Because the fans have been dying to see Kenny Pickett. If you look on Steelers' Instagram, Twitter, anywhere in the comment sections, all Steelers fans are just bashing Mitch Trubisky. They want Kenny Pickett. They're, they're chanting for Kenny Pickett. Mitch Trubisky has even said, you know, he, hear, he hears the chants that the Steelers are, are yelling. They want to see Kenny Pickett. They don't want to see Mitch Trubisky out there. And I get it. They want to see what they have in this in this first round draft pick. You know, he's fr- he came out of pit like Kenny Pickett like screams a spitting image of what Pittsburgh is, like the mentality that Pittsburgh is. Now, I'm not saying K- Kenny Pickett is going to go out there and ball out when he comes out and plays at whenever he does come out and play. But he seems like he has that right mentality, and that's that's nice to see and this that's that's pretty exciting for the Steelers, but I don't see it happening if they're winning. But if they are losing and Mitch is struggling, you know, they they spent a first-round draft pick on him. You know, they said that he, they want to see him at, at some point in the season. Maybe it's today that we see Kenny Pickett. I don't know. But anyways, as I just mentioned before, though, Steelers versus Browns, whoever wins this game is in first place. So I don't want to hear that this game doesn't matter because in week 17 or like in week 17 this game will matter. So whoever wins this tonight has a big edge the rest of the season on the division. But let's get into my act my game of the week. The game of the week almost in everybody's eyes is the Packers versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers squaring off the Battle of the Goats. Who's going to win? I don't know. They've only played each other three times in their career. And it's shocking because they've both been in the league in what seems like forever now. My whole entire life, Tom Brady has been in the league. And now when... I think my whole entire life Brady's been in the league. But anyways... So they've only played each other three times. And we have to appreciate how special of a game 
this is when Rodgers and Brady play each other. Because they are two goats. Aaron Rodgers might be the best passer of a football that this game has ever seen. And Tom Brady, what do I, I don't even have to explain. Seven Super Bowl rings. These are the two, arguably the two greatest quarterbacks that the NFL has ever seen. And it's the fourth time that we're going to see him face each other. Tom Brady has taken two of those games. Aaron Rodgers has only taken one. So Rodgers has a chance to tie. And I'm not going to say it doesn't matter to Rodgers, but listen, in the back of his mind, he knows the one guy he's always compared with of his era is Tom Brady. So he's got to go beat Tom Brady. I'm guessing he wants to. I'm gonna. I think the Bucks are going to win this game. Obviously, I think the Bucks are a more complete team, but they're still missing Mike Evans. Obviously, with the suspension on that big hit. Um, but I, it's interesting because this Packers team and this Bucks team, they really don't. It kind of feels like this is Brady's worst team and Rodgers' worst team. Not worst team, but like this is more. He they have to do a lot with a little. If that makes sense. So I really want to. I really just want to watch this game. And appreciate. How good these guys are. Because I never know if we're going to see them. Play each other ever again. It would be really cool if we saw them in the NFC Championship. Because that mean that would mean. Two spectacular. Quarterbacks. One in the NFC Championships. And two. Historic seasons probably. Put together by them. If they're, if they're there. But Brady versus Rodgers is always going to be a sight to see. Obviously, Brady's not with the pass like he was a couple years ago. But, you know, this is going to be a big game and the biggest game of the week. It's going to be a show. It's going to be a show. A lot of people are going to be tuning in. And, yeah, it's just going to, it's just going to be a really good game. Um, This game, interesting game of the week. The 49ers versus the Broncos. And this is this is the interesting game of the week. Because I'm looking at what is Nathaniel Hackett going to do against Kyle Shanahan. I'm not even looking at Russell Wilson or Jimmy Garoppolo or any other player on the Broncos or any other player on the San Francisco 49ers. I'm just looking at the head coaching matchup and looking at one of the best head coaches in national football right now, in the National Football League, in Kyle Shanahan against a rookie head coach, and arguably the worst head coach in the National Football League right now, Nathaniel Hackett. Because Nathaniel Hackett, this is more on the Broncos right now. Not, I mean, th- this isn't even on the Broncos players itself. I mean, the Broncos obviously have been playing bad, and they're, the, the play on the field obviously hasn't helped. But... The coaching is really what I think is tearing apart this Denver Broncos team right now. And I think it's what could potentially tear apart this Denver Broncos season. I mean, obviously going into this year, you had those high hopes with this rookie head coach, Nathaniel Hackett. And Russell Wilson obviously coming in from Seattle. You want to see what you could do. Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, you want to see what, what he can do with this offense. And then Denver's defense is always good. But... Hackett has been flat out an awful head coach for the Broncos. The misuse of timeouts, penalties, the time management has been all like it's the play calling, everything that Nathaniel Hackett is doing with this Broncos team makes zero sense. It makes zero sense. And they just aren't getting in the end zone. They aren't. Because we see Russ getting down the field 
but they can't punch the ball in. Now, this is this is really up to Russ. This game is up to Russ, I think. Because I don't trust Hackett to call a good game, especially against Kyle Shanahan. So I think this game really depends on Russell Wilson overcoming his terrible head coach and taking over and showing showing the world why he why he got paid the how much he got paid by the Broncos and show everybody that he's still a top 10 top 5 quarterback in this league because let's be real Russell Wilson has played terrible too I'd love to put all the blame on Nathaniel Hackett but you have to put some blame on Russell Wilson he hasn't played well so it's and the Broncos let's be real I'm getting a little worried about them I think it's time that Broncos fans do hit the panic button because you had a bad win against the Texans. It was a bad win. Winning 17 to 9 against the Houston Texans is not something that any Denver Broncos fans should be gloating about. It's it's and I don't think they are. And they know that. This Broncos team is better than that. They should be better than that. It's just so frustrating to see though with this coaching and then and then to lose obviously week 1 to Geno and the Seahawks is just embarrassing, but you know, this Seahawks team I mean, this 49ers team, this, Jesus, this Broncos team, they have potential, but boy, Nathaniel Hackett, he could be the kryptonite of this Denver Broncos season. Next topic, are the Jets going to upset the Cincinnati Bengals again? I like me saying that a lot of people are looking at me like I have five heads. James, the Jets. It's Super Bowl champ uh, not Super Bowl champions, AFC champions. There's no shot that the Jets could beat the Bengals, right? But they did last year. Mike White beat them. Mike White threw for 500 yards against the Bengals. And the Bengals right now they're a worse team I think than they were than they were when they were in the Super Bowl. Their offensive line is terrible. It's what it's what that offensive line was when Joe Burrow was a rookie. Just flat out awful. 13 sacks this offensive line has given up so far through the first 2 weeks, which gives Jets hope. It gives them hope because Quentin Williams is good on the defensive line. You got Carl Lawson, and overall, this Jets defense is good. You know, C.J. Mosley, he, he's been a beast so far. And then, you know, Sauce Gardner, D.J. Reed, Jordan Whitehead, the Jets might just upset the Bengals again. Because, they're like I said, this offensive line isn't that good. But the main key, I think, for the Jets beating the, Jets beating the Bengals outside of the matchup of the defensive line and the offensive line is... Sauce Gardner on Jamar Chase. Because I think that matchup, not only is the matchup of that game, but it might be the matchup of the week. Like cornerback wide receiver wise, not game wise. Because Sauce, when he was drafted, and even now people, like, just seeing him on the field, seeing him play, you're like, holy, holy, you know what? Like, Sauce is going to be a beast. Sauce is going to be... It, he's his future is as long as he doesn't get hurt 
Sauce is going to be a lockdown cornerback for the Jets. And Jamar Chase has already shown that he has the capability of being a superstar for a long time in this league. So you have arguably one of the best young cornerbacks versus already one of the best young wide receivers. This is going to be a matchup in five years that people are going to be waiting to see again. And we're getting it now. So, Sauce on Jamar Chase, I'm really going to be... I know my Bengals, my Bengals friend is really going to be watching that one too. And even my Jets fans friends, because we want to see what Sauce can do against Jamar Chase. Because that's, that's really Sauce's first test as a cornerback. It's Jamar Chase. He's arguably one of the... Arguably the best wide receiver in the game last year. And one of the best wide receivers in the game. But yeah, I I really want to see what what's going to happen in this game. Obviously not just because of what I just mentioned, but that offensive line too. And then also Joe Flacco. Like I can't... I got to give Joe Flacco some credit. Because Joe Flacco has, been, has done nothing but perform. Especially... He's only thrown one interception so far, five touchdowns, 616 yards. He's averaging 308 yards a game through these first two weeks, and I know it's only for a two through two weeks. But this Jets offense isn't, it just can't, like, last year and the year before, the Jets offense couldn't score. This year, they can score. Joe Flacco is competent enough to get the ball into guys like Garrett Wilson's hand, Elijah Moore's hand. You know, Brees Hall's a good running back. Michael Carter's a good running back. They have a good offensive line. This Jets offense, they can move the ball. They're not gonna, they're not gonna blow you out, but they they can keep they can keep themselves in the game. The Jets defense, though, that's what's gonna win them games, and that's what's gonna win them this game against the Cincinnati Bengals and that terrible offensive line. Because if the Jets can just get to Joe Burrow. Just like, just like the other opposing teams against the Bengals have the first two weeks, then the Jets have a very good chance at upsetting the Bengals for the second year in a row. But yeah, let's move on. We're flying through it. New York to New York. Jets to Giants. Now this, this topic is very controversial. Anytime anybody talks about the New York Giants being good, you have you have to have your head on a swivel because people will just start coming at you left and right. You say the New York Giants are a good football team and yeah, get ready just get ready for it. But I, I do think the Giants are I I mentioned it on my last show. I'm not saying the Giants are a great football team, but they're a good enough football team to beat teams like the Dallas Cowboys. And here's why. Because the Dallas Cowboys, A, they don't have Dak Prescott right now. And I know they're 2-0. But they can do it. But here's also why they can't. But I'm not going to say they can't. Micah Parsons is arguably the best defensive player in the National Football League. 
every game he plays, Parsons becomes the best defensive player. The Giants have their biggest challenge this week against the Cowboys based off Micah Parsons alone. Now, I don't think it's that sole test that will answer everybody's questions on if the Giants are for real. But it's going to answer everybody's questions that... It's going to answer the question that, okay, the Giants aren't what they were. The Giants can be a wild card team with the, with the way their schedule is looking this year. Cooper Rush isn't going to throw the ball for 300 yards or 400 yards. I mean, he could, but I don't think he's going to. This Giants defense is good enough to make stops. And Saquon Barkley is a beast when he's healthy. And Daniel Jones hasn't put them in positions to lose. So, do I think the Giants can win this game? Yeah, I do. But it's a test. Is it a big test? No. But Micah Parsons, like I just said, he's arguably the best defensive player in this game. Every time he plays, every time he plays, you realize, wow. Lawrence Taylor? Like, Jesus. But... Giants first test. Easily. If they win, you got to give them respect. You have to. If they lose, then I'll take a step back on the Giants. I will 100%. Because if they can't beat Cooper Rush and the Cowboys, then I don't think they can necessarily get a wild card. Get a, get a wild card spot. But at home, in MetLife, they're 2-0. The most momentum they've ever had in a long time. That crowd's going to be loud. Cooper Rush probably won't be able to hear. It's going to be it's going to be a fun one on Monday Night Football with Dallas versus New York. Well, let's uh let's hop off that topic. Let's get moving. Let's get moving. Last two topics. Can Kirk Cousins This one's this this was really based off of Monday Night Football and that loss. Because, I don't know, I think his record's like 2-10 and 10 in primetime games now as the starting quarterback. But Kirk Cousins just cannot win the big game. It's his fifth year right now. It's his fifth season as, a, as the Minnesota Vikings QB. He's only made the postseason once in 2019. He lost in round two. It's coming to a point, you know, he's 34 years old. If Kirk Cousins doesn't win this year, and I'm not even saying win a Super Bowl, just get to the like NFC Championship or pass the second round, and then you then your job is set in stone for next year. But it's coming to a point where you Minnesota Vikings fans have to think Kirk Cousins has to go because he's a good quarterback. Yes, he's one of the one of the better quarterbacks in the league, especially in non primetime games. But that's not what quarterbacks. Well, that's not what big time get. What big time quarterbacks get paid to do? Big time quarterbacks get paid to win big games. I'd rather have Jimmy Garoppolo than Kirk Cousins if Jimmy Garoppolo can get me to the NFC Championship, and Kirk Cousins can't. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo has been to the postseason more. Kirk Cousins obviously has better numbers, 
But I'd rather take Jimmy G if it's getting me to the postseason. So it's coming to a point, you know, five years in, you got to win. It's put up or shut up. If you don't get into the postseason, you are not the Minnesota Vikings quarterback next year. You're somewhere else for a lot less money too because a lot of people are going to realize that you were not a big-time quarterback. Because right now in quarterback in the quarterbacks in the NFL, there's tiers. You know, you have Pat Mahomes up there with Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, I would say, and Josh Allen. Those four. Those four are in their own tier. Outside of those two, then you got Justin Herbert, I would say. Joe Burrow, you could put him in there. Derek Carr. Guys like that. That are really talented and on the cusp of getting into that first tier. I don't think Derek Carr will get into the cusp of that first tier, but he's too good to be on tier three for me. Kirk Cousins, even I don't even think he's on tier three because tier three for me is it's Matt Ryan, Jimmy G, Ryan Tannehill. I'll put him in tier three, but like it's hard to even put him in tier three because he doesn't win. I want to put him in a tier with like Jameis Winston at this point. He's not a big-time quarterback. Is he a good quarterback? Yes. But Kirk Cousins, he's not a big-time quarterback. And let's talk about a guy who is maybe becoming a big-time quarterback. And he's playing them this week. And I'm going to finish it on this. Is Jared Goff having a comeback season? Because... I mean, it's not crazy to say that the Lions offense has looked really good because it has looked really good. They're 1-1. One one. Their offense is second in points. The Lions offense is third in total yards. DeAndre Swift, their running back, has looked amazing. And Goff has done a very good job at quarterback. And is just last week, 20-34, 256 yards and four touchdowns, no interceptions. And in week one, threw, threw, for over two, uh, threw two touchdowns and threw for over 200 yards against the Philadelphia Eagles and only lost by three. And we saw how bad the Lions were last year. And, and I know Goff was the quarterback, but still. He looks more comfortable. He looks set. He looks ready. And he looks like the old Jared Goff. He doesn't look nervous out there. He's not throwing... He's not making bad decisions with the football. You know, Jared Goff looks like the old Jared Goff. And that's a good thing, a really good thing for the Detroit Lions because I don't think the AFC South is that good. I mean, outside of Tennessee, who's 0-2 right now and might be 0-3 after this week, the Houston Texans... No. So, yeah, I think... And then the Jaguars... I mean, Trevor Lawrence, that's a wild card. Depends what he plays like. But if the Lions are getting this version of Jared Goff the rest of the way, and this is what their offense is, then they're going to be a good team, and they might at least get a wild card spot. And I know it sounds crazy, but the Lions... 
might be a good team. And Jared Goff might be a good quarterback again. But that's what I'm going to end it on today. Short show. Only like 28 minutes, I think. Something like that. Just wanted to get one in before this week. I'm going to wrap up, uh, wrap it up right now. Tomorrow, I'm going to have an episode up. Or tomorrow, Saturday, we're going to do a show with uh, Joe. My boy Joe Mayo. We're going to talk some basketball. A little preview of this upcoming season. Give a little expectations for some of the teams and some of the players around the NBA. But this James Nolan show, this edition of the James Nolan show is over. And we'll wrap up week three on Tuesday next week.